This is episode 258, how to deal with fires at work. Welcome to the Paul Miners Podcast, the show that will help you to optimize your time, income, and lifestyle fast. Get more done with actionable, easy-to-follow advice and learn how to live life on your terms. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Paul Miners Podcast, episode number 258. As always, it's a pleasure to have you listening today. I know how valuable your time is, so thank you for using a little bit of it today to listen to this episode. And today, I'm talking about how to deal with those urgent fires at work. We all have to deal with them. We all have to stop what we're doing and fight urgent fires at some point or another during our week. Uh, if you want to listen to or follow along with the um, show notes for this episode, you can find them at paulminers.com slash 258. As always, if you have any feedback, comments, uh, or suggestions, please feel free to leave me a comment there. And uh, yeah, it's it's obviously really frustrating, isn't it? When you've, you've done everything you should have done, you've planned your time, you have a clear agenda for what you're going to do that day or that week, and then you receive an email, or maybe you have a colleague reach out to you and it just derails your day. Your, your, your good plan just goes down the toilet uh, because you've got this sort of urgent issue or fire that we now have to go and deal with. And these fires, as we often refer to them, they often require, require us to just stop what we're doing, put everything on hold so that we can go and deal with this seemingly important urgent issue. Now, as someone who obviously values their productivity, dealing with fires is something I really try and avoid. Not because I, not that I'm ignoring them, but I do my best to make them less disruptive uh, and less frequent as possible. And we generally do our, because we generally do our best work when we can work uninterrupted, you know, on high value tasks and projects, you know, books like Deep Work by Cal Newport talk about this quite a lot. You know, we need to work uninterrupted. That's really when we do our best, best work because we give our, our brain space and time to, to think and to be creative. And these fires really prevent that. You know, stopping what you're doing to put out a fire takes you from a proactive state of mind and puts you into a more reactive state of mind where now you're having to prioritize something urgent over the thing that you really want to be doing, which might actually be more important. So what's the best way to deal with these fires? How do we make them less disruptive and get back to what we're doing with as little downtime as possible? Well, the first thing is to ask yourself, is this a serious fire? You know, when a major issue comes up, the first thing I like to ask myself is whether it, it's a serious fire. Is it, uh, is it a big deal? Do I really need to um, stop what I'm doing to deal with it now or not? And especially, this is true, especially if someone else is emailing you or approaching you with the issue versus you discovering it on your own. You should gather all the necessary information first so you can determine if it's serious uh, or whether the other person is overreacting or not. So you basically want to determine the impact of the fire and how important the issue is. So when somebody, you know, what somebody considers to be like a 10 out of 10 in terms of seriousness and like this is a really serious fire may only be a 6 out of 10 from your perspective. Now that doesn't mean you, uh, it's it's not a high priority or it doesn't mean you should, you should ignore it. But 
being a considerate person, you should consider the impact and the importance for the other person within the context of your own work and your current priorities. Because what you're really trying to determine is, should I stop what I'm working on right now to, to put out this fire? Next, you want to ask, is this important, which we just talked about, and urgent, or can it wait? So we've, if you've analyzed the severity and the importance of the fire, you want to also ask yourself, okay, do I actually need to stop what I'm doing to work on this now? Or can I come back to this later? Because if the issue is urgent, but it's not important, well, if it's not important, maybe, yes, okay, it's still urgent, but maybe you can at least finish what you're doing before you come back to the fire in an hour or two. If it's important but not urgent, then you really should be able to finish what you're doing and you can possibly leave the fire until the end of the day or even later in the week. Really, you should only be stopping what you're doing right now and dealing with the fire immediately if the issue is both important and urgent. In other words, in other words it has a big impact and it needs to be dealt with right now. So an example of this, what, what would be a serious fire? Well, in my business, a serious fire would be, you know, my website goes down. That would mean customers can't access their downloads, their courses, you know, their, that membership area that I offer to my customers. So that's going to be a real pain. And clients can't pay for my services. I do all my payments through my, my website. So that's really impacting revenue. So big impact. And the impact of something like this is very high. And so I really want to deal with it urgently. Next, you want to be thinking and asking yourself, am I the best person to put out the fire? So when the fire alarm goes off, metaphorically speaking, just, just take a second, work out, are you the best person to be dealing with it? If somebody's approached you, maybe you actually need to be passing this on to someone else. For example, if a client contacts me with an issue related to Zapier, I will almost certainly divert this issue to my colleague who handles all of our, uh, all of our clients' Zapier work. I know that he's going to be able to deal with the fire much more effectively and efficiently than I can because he's the Zapier guy. So he's the best person to deal with the fire. Now, of course, before you do this, before you just pass the fire on to somebody else, be aware that you are, you're now going to be putting a spanner in the works. You're going to be really disrupting their day by passing the fire along. And so you need to be really confident that what you're doing and, and by asking them, that is the right thing, that they are indeed the best person to, to do it because you're asking them to stop what they're doing so they can deal with the fire. And when you do, you're also going to want to check that what they're already working on is something that actually can be stopped. Like if they're working on something urgent already and you're saying, hey, I need you to work on this other urgent thing, they're gonna be like, well, hey, what do I do here? Remember, what you consider to be important and urgent may not be the case for the other person and how you approach them with this fire will depend on the relationship. If you are their superior, and you're able to set their workload, a bit like with me with my colleague, I can kind of make that judgment for him. I can say, look, stop this client project, please go and deal with this. But if you are, uh, maybe you're uh, talking to a client or a contractor, you really have to be respectful of the relationship. Um, they have their own work they're dealing with. You can't possibly make a judgment on whether they should stop what they're doing to fix yours. Even though it might be really important to you, you don't know what their workload is. So that's the key here is be respectful of the relationship. Next, you want to ask, what am I going to do with my current workload? So if you've decided that you're going to stop what you're doing, you're going to go and put out this fire. Great. Before you do that, take a second to park your existing work. So if needed, leave yourself a note 
that details you know what you're working on and your next steps because that's going to make it a lot easier to pick up again where you left off when you start that piece of work again later. If needed as well, tell someone, that anyone that you're working with that needs to be in the loop, tell them, hey, look, I'm not going to have a chance to finish this today. I need to go and put out this fire. Um, just keeping everyone in the loop minimizes the overall impact that the fire has on everyone you're working with. You don't want them coming back later in the day saying, hey, Paul, you, you said you'd finish this. And you say, oh, sorry, I was putting out a fire. Try and tell them ahead of time so they have time to plan accordingly. And if the fire is going to require your attention for the rest of the day, or if maybe you've got meetings later, you know, you may not be able to return to your work straight away. So when parking your work, schedule time to show when you're going to come back to it uh, and work on that task again later. So for me, I'm a diligent time blocker. You'll know if you've listened to my podcast before, I time block and I use my calendars to plan when I'm going to work on specific tasks. So when a fire comes up, I'll go, right, I need, I need a couple of hours to sort this. I'll move my blocks of work around on my calendar and I'll push things to an available slot later in the week so that I don't forget to finish what I was currently working on. And that's one of the nice things about time blocking is I can kind of plan and, and shuffle things around on the fly. And then finally, ask yourself, how do I make sure this doesn't happen again? So once you've dealt with the fire, you, you really want to be thinking about how do we make sure this fire doesn't start up again? If needed, you know, take a little bit of time instead of just going straight back to your work. Talk to whoever you need to and investigate how did this fire start? What happened? Was it a bad process? Was it like a tool that broke down? What was it a lack of training or a human error? How did this fire start and what can, steps can we put in place to make sure this doesn't happen again? This is something I talk about a lot uh, and I've put a link in the show notes to a previous article that I wrote about um, trying to avoid having to do things again and again. You should always be trying to minimize repetitive tasks, um, especially problems and fires that come up again and again. If you, if you have the same issues keep coming up, you need to be finding permanent solutions so these things don't happen again. And it's worth a little bit of time to diagnose and work out what that problem is and, and to find a solution because it's going to save you time in the long run. So there you have it for today. Uh, if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, feedback, head on over to the show notes, paulminers.com slash 258. You can leave me a comment there. One more time, thank you very much for listening and I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Paul Miners podcast. Two quick things before I sign off. Firstly, if you enjoyed this episode or if you have any feedback for me, I would love it if you could leave me a review on iTunes. It really helps me to improve the show and it helps the show to get discovered by more people so I can help more people out there. The second thing is if you want to connect with me in person, you, you can become a VIP member of my website. Head to paulminers.com VIP where you will be able to join my private Slack community and attend bi-weekly group mastermind calls. This has to be one of my favorite times of the week when it comes up is attending these group calls. The community is full of like-minded, productive, self-employed people, full-time workers. We have a real good mix of people in there. And I have to say, I have made fantastic friends with the people in this group. So if you want to join the community and connect with me and the other awesome members, sign up at paulminers.com VIP. One more time, thank you very much for listening and I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners podcast.